Welcome to the Career Brand Story Podcast, where we talk about your career, your brand, and your story. I'm Jeremy Tudor, a career strategist, brand marketer, and storyteller that created the Career Brand Story Method that has helped thousands of job seekers craft their career brand story for today's job market and land their dream job. So back on episode 12, we talked with Matt Mary on how to tell your career story digitally. It was a really fun episode. Go check that one out on episode number 12 with Matt Mary. And Jeb, you actually made an help that video come to life. Um, and that's what we discussed on that video. It yeah. was uh, pretty fun to watch. And, and Matt used the video to actually be able to land uh, his new job that he's in currently now. Yeah, that's true. It was a really fun video to make and um, happy it worked for him. He's a happy man. Yeah. And that's, and that's what we're kind of talking about today. And going back to the basics, you may say, wait a second, back to the basics. Video isn't the back to the basics. It's like the future of basics, right? Shoot. But Shoot. Whoa, what just happened there? What year is it? It's 2021. That's right. But <laughs> what is back to the basics, if you're going to do a good video resume, is you've got to do a good story pitch. So we're going to talk about how you craft that career brand story pitch and how that can morph into you doing a video resume, which is gaining a lot of popularity um, today. So I've said it once, I'm gonna say it again and again, creating a short form video of your career brand story is probably the number one way right now that you can gain attention in the job market. And when you say that, does it have to be TikTok? Does it have to be LinkedIn? Does it have to be, or, or can you just make that and post it on YouTube and send people the link? Yeah, I think that's a fantastic question because I think that everyone's still trying to figure out, even when we say resume video, what does that look like? So in the case, if you go back to episode 12 and you listen to Matt Mary's, he was making that video because they asked him to, he, he was going into a job where he was going to make digital videos. They asked him to make a kind of humorous video around that business and it turned out great, right? Right. So there are people that have created so-called video resumes that are very much, I would say, very fun natured, um, could even be perceived by some even maybe a little bit silly but mixed in with that humor and the way that they've crafted it, they have delivered some of their skills. Um, quite frankly, just in making the video, they deliver some skills, Yeah. but they may have dropped some other things in there. There are video resumes where I've seen this, this um, not my favorite, but I've seen them where it's almost like, like think of like a PowerPoint presentation, mm -hmm. maybe put with music and some pictures. That's been sitting out there for quite a while, right? Um, there are some that, like if you're on TikTok, uh, there is a feature option that you can kind of green screen. So they'll kind of put their written resume kind of behind them. Um, and then they'll kind of do a short form video and talk about themselves. So that's one way that we're seeing it being done. Um, you know, we at Career Brand Story are leveraging um, your story pitch in a way that I think sets a standard on how you could really use this professionally um, and that we look at them as introduction videos, right? A way to connect with people 
And so we actually kind of use a conversational interview style um, to be able to kind of deliver your message. But it's not always about delivering, here's all my accomplishments, um, but sometimes it's just simply making the connection, right, and gaining the attention. Here's the thing, regardless of what style you choose to do, where you decide to put it, whether on YouTube, um, what's the other? Um, Vimeo? Um, Venmo. V- Vimeo. Um, or yeah, Venmo is the Vimeo. money. I guess if you were paying, pay me. if you were sending money to hiring managers, that would be called bribery. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Um, so wherever you want to put that video, uh, you want to share it on LinkedIn, share an email, however, whatever platform and however you want to use that, um, you know, if you think about it from a marketing standpoint, if you go out here and all you do is a high problem, you on average are one of 250 to 300 people that apply. So if you know who the recruiter or if you know who the hiring manager is, um, or you can find someone else in the company that is a decision maker, you can shoot them an email, you can show them a video, right? You've just gained the attention from the 249 other people who applied to the job. That's what smart marketing is, is first gaining the attention. I think what has to happen in video um, resumes is that you've also got to deliver credibility. And I think that that will be the winning difference between what short form video resumes work and which ones don't work. Yeah, that makes sense. Because like you said, in Matt's example, um, he was asked to make something humorous, but sending a humorous video to um, a, a job that has more reverence might not be a good idea. Yeah. Um, I remember, gosh, this was about, uh, when was 2015? Uh, Six years ago. Six years ago. Yeah. So when I worked at Special Olympics, um, I had someone submit me kind of a video, um, which was pretty unusual. Like, that's not just something you would have seen six years ago. Um, And... I will say that it was well done, but it didn't deliver a message because all it was was the person like going through their entire day sped up to the song Flight of the Bumblebees. Oh, Flight of the Bumblebee person. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, okay, I, I see that you did it, but it didn't actually deliver like so what's the value? I mean, you, you could be the, the slowest worker. <laughs> right. All you did was speed it up on video. I don't know. So yeah. it just didn't have the same impact. I'll give them credit for stepping outside the box creatively and doing something. Yeah. But I think that that's going to be kind of the difference is that you've got to figure out how to deliver value and credibility, right? Because this is branding. And, and we talk about this all the time. Your brand is your credibility. So you've got to deliver that somehow within these short form videos. Yeah regardless of what platform you use. Right. And, and, you know, short form means short form. These are not long videos. These are, you know, I would say they might be long by typical YouTube standards, but we're looking two to three minutes, um, maybe longer depending on your topic. But, you know, I think we'll probably get into this, but we're not talking about reading your resume to the video. 
that might take 15 right. minutes. We're talking about your pitch. Yep. And some exactly. accomplishments. Yeah. And, yeah. And with the rise of popularity on social media channels um, and TikTok, I think has been the driver of this most recently, actually um, making the other platforms be competitive in this space that it's really short form video. And so Instagram, YouTube have all introduced short form video formats, depending on the channel, right? They all have kind of different requirements, 15 seconds, 30 seconds. Interesting that TikTok really pushed the short form video. And now they're actually starting to allow two to three minute videos, a little bit longer format, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, um, and, I, and so part of me wonders sometimes, like, are we being driven by like the competitiveness of these social media giants? Or is this really how we take things in? And I think there's a mix of both things there, um, you know, but what I do think is that the short form video is in the driver's seat and I don't think that that's going away. Um, so TikTok just recently launched um, just um, the other week, TikTok Resumes. It's a pilot program designed to continue expanding, enhancing TikTok as a new channel for recruitment and job discovery. And so they've teamed up with like places like Chipotle, Target, WWE, Shopify, Movers and Shakers, and a lot of different other companies um, with a TikTok video resume. And so interested candidates are encouraged to creatively and authentically showcase their skill sets and experiences. And then they're supposed to use the hashtag TikTok resumes in their caption when publishing their video resume to TikTok. Then right companies can go search hashtag TikTok resumes and fly through all these candidates. So, you know, that exists and even like a social media platform like TikTok is recognizing, hey, we have a recruitment strategy here that can work for companies. And there have been people on TikTok. So for all the people out there who think that TikTok is silly, uh, you know, and oh, I can't be on and I can't do it. Let me tell you, there's actually people who are finding jobs because of their TikTok. Um, our research tells us that a virtual story can get you a 16% bump in email open rate and a 26% increase um, in replies according to Salesloft. Um, and, and, and the truth is, is that just a lot of people aren't doing this. Um, and so everyone kind of keeps going the same way, like beating their head up against the wall, applying for the job online. And if you go that route, you're just playing a numbers game. You know, you have to send out X amount of resumes. I'm talking about a pretty good large volume of resumes before you're going to get that one or 2% return back. And, and so having like a strong online presence is now an asset. It is not a liability. And so you've got to start thinking about how you're marketing yourself for today's job market and tap into the tools that are there. And so as much as we've been going back to the basics, this really is that future basic skill set that I think in another several years, when we do another back to the basics episodes, we're going to be talking about this. Like it's just going to be a thing. Like this is a basic skill and a, and a, and a basic part of how you market yourselves out for the job market. Well, and, and think about this too. I, I don't know the stats on the ages of people entering the market, but I do know anecdotally last week I made a headshot for a young woman who is working for 
one of North Carolina's best uh, financial wealth management firms. And something I do during my headshots is say, you know, what kind of music do you like? What helps you relax? They tell me I play the music. Well, the music starts playing. And the first thing she says is, oh, that's a TikTok song. And this is a woman who is higher up in a wealth management firm. And she's far younger than me. You know, we're we kind of hear this stuff and think, oh, that's silly. It's TikTok. It's what kids dance on. Um, but those young people are going to be your boss. It makes sense to be on TikTok. Yeah. I mean, the, the largest workforce that is coming on the scene now, right? So millennials are now fully into the, the job market, right? Yeah. And then Gen Z is now just beginning to enter the job market and they are larger than the millennials. And this is a medium that they use. And so you've got to get used to using these mediums because it's how communication, it's how they receive and interact and, and do communication. I think that one of the things is because like, especially with TikTok, we think, oh, it's silly. And, you know, I'm on TikTok, 99.9% .9 of my posts aren't silly. They're actually informative. They're around the career brand story. Um, and so you don't have to be on TikTok or Instagram and be silly. Right. At the end of the day, it's important to be authentically you. But I think the more that you get used to these mediums and how to use them and get comfortable with them is going to be really healthy for you in the long run. The other thing about knowing and understanding how to tell your virtual story that I think is really important is that even if you don't go out and make a virtual story video or a short form video on any of these platforms, you are going to interview virtually on camera. And so this is a good way to practice and get yourself comfortable with how to speak on camera. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I'm always trying to point out things for, for folks who aren't necessarily looking for your traditional job, people who are working for themselves. Um, and an example for me is I have not been to an in-person kickoff meeting or creative call um, since early 2019. So even before the pandemic was hitting hard, we were doing them virtually and absolutely now through the pandemic. And so it really makes sense to be getting comfortable in front of the camera and you know honing those skills which again i've said it before you're not born camera ready this is all skills you you have to practice at it so let's talk a little bit about where do you start all right and the first place you've got to start is actually to develop your career brand story um and so i've got a couple of questions here that i like to take my clients through and how to be thinking about their career brand story. And the first question is, who is your target audience? You know, so at every point, you've got to ask yourself if you're really seeing it from the audience viewpoint. Um, how will you use your career brand story? Is it for a direct interview? 
Is it for job networking? Is it for professional networking? So we have some clients who've actually created, you know, a career brand story, and it's not actually about them, you know, looking for a new job actively. Um, sometimes they're in a really large global organization and they don't know everybody in that global organization and they want a short form video that they can use just as an introduction, right, to network within their own company. You could think about that externally as well. Um, and, and so it's not always just for a direct interview. It's, it's for professional development and growth that could potentially lead to other things. So I think you always have to think about who's your target audience and what are you telling them and why are you telling them what you're telling them? The second question is, who do you envision yourself to be to this audience? Um, this is gonna be that version of person that you've been envisioning as a representative to your target audience. And you wanna make that person as real as you can. Um, what are some of the values about you that are important to share you know, with this audience? The third question is, what do you actually want from your audience? Um, and I think that this is really critical to think about that we don't always think about when we're giving out our story pitch or we're, when we're networking, when we're interviewing, you know, um, especially in an interview situation, obviously there's the assumption you're sitting at a table so you want the job, right? But every candidate that sits at that table essentially wants the job. So you got to get like much more focused than just, I want the job. So, you know, like when they ask the question, like, well, why do you want this job? Right. right. <laughs> you don't want to be like, well, you know, I, I always had this, this meme joke, um, you know, that hung in my office talking about, well, I'm just a fan of not starving. Right. Right. You know, we got, we got <laughs> different kind of responses yeah. out there. Right. But you can't just say, well, I want the job because I want to work. Like really think about what do you want from this audience? What is the desire that your career brand story will give them a chance to fulfill? If you want a job, okay, what is it that you're wanting out of this job? You know, um, maybe it's to gain knowledge, experience, um, so that you can like grow to become a people manager. Um, maybe it's because, hey, I've got all of this experience over here. I haven't learned this yet. I really want to learn this piece of the business. Um, you know, think about what it is that you really want out of the job and, and give them something that they actually can fulfill a desire that they can fulfill. Now, sometimes in the conversation, it may be that you're talking to that person and what the desire is, is that you'd really like a referral from them, right? Um, or maybe you need an introduction. Maybe they know someone that knows someone and you want that introduction. Maybe it's a partnership, right? If you're a business owner, an entrepreneur, and you're thinking about like, hey, I just wanna build a partnership, right? There's, there's very specific reasons why we're talking to someone, telling them their story, and I think a lot of times we forget to actually give them a desire that they can fill for us. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we walk away from networking experiences thinking, well, I didn't go anywhere. Well, it's because you didn't give them anything to, you didn't compel them to fill, fulfill any desire for you. Right. The fourth thing is, where are you now in your career and where do you wanna go? And I think giving context to where you are now provides part of the answer 
that you've got the chops to do the job. And painting a picture of where you want to go gives the audience, again, a chance to fulfill that desire. And so what are maybe some of the career highlights? If you're going to use this for a direct interview, this is where you can leverage some of those career highlights, you know, to share out, to give people context. And then this fifth thing, this isn't necessarily the fifth question that I always ask clients. This isn't one that you're not necessarily going to like put into the story, but I think it's really important to, to ask yourself this is what external force might stand in the way. This is a thought exercise question because we all carry in misbeliefs into our stories and those misbeliefs hold us back. So sometimes if we're going for a job, we may not actually feel that we're fully qualified for the role. And if we carry in that misbelief into an interview or into a networking situation, they're going to feel that and read that and think, I don't know, they don't, they don't have the confidence, right? To be able to do that. Um, sometimes my clients have said, well, I'm just too old to make a career transition, right? And so if, if you think you're too old, you know, um, I mean, I don't know if you, if you ever talk to an older person who's acting like they're old, like my parents will do that, you know, and you know, like talk to my mom, like what, what'd you do today? Well, you know, and it, it just be like, kind of like they didn't really do much, but I'm really tired, you know, or something. And so I'm always quick to be like, what, you're not too old, you know, you, you can do stuff, you know, but I hear that, that misbelief all the time. Um, with people. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, another, my father-in-law, my father-in-law is, oh man, I think he may have just turned 76 or something and he's far more active than me. He's <laughs> far smarter than me, you know, like it, age, misbelief is a good way to put it. Age is just a number. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another misbelief that I think is common with people is, um, for, especially for job seekers, is that they have to accept whatever the job offer they receive. Mm. And it's like, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, that's not the only job offer that you will get. Um, and so you don't have to just accept it because they graced it upon you, you know, and you should feel, you know, humbled that they graced that upon you. No, you, you should feel worthy of what you receive based on your skills and your markability and know that and value yourself to know that, yeah, that's a really good offer or, hey, that's not the best offer. I don't have to accept this one. Yeah. So the most common misbelief that I get from people is I don't need a story pitch because I'm really good at talking in front of people. And that is the biggest BS I ever hear from people because... I teach this, I deliver my story pitch on a daily basis, and if I was going out for an interview today, I'd have to sit down, think about my story pitch, and practice my story pitch to be able to deliver it. Um, and so you can go in kind of pretty arrogant and cocky and think you know it and really mess yourself up for the opportunity that's in front of you. Here's the deal, of all the back the basic things, talking about your market-ready resume, talking about LinkedIn personal branding, if you don't have a solid story pitch put together, you will lose the next interview and you will lose the job offer. 
people who have horrible resumes and horrible LinkedIn profiles, but can communicate a really strong story pitch, I've watched them land really great jobs. So think about these five questions. I'm just going to read them real quick once again. So if you didn't get them down, who is your target audience? Who do you envision yourself to be to this audience? What do you want from your audience? Where are you now in your career and where do you want to go? And what external force might stand in the way? What's the misbelief that you're telling yourself that could come into your story pitch? Now, once you kind of craft and write all of this out, remember your story pitch, this isn't something that you're going to like sit and, you know, turn into an English professor. This is an outline. These are topics so that as you talk to different people, you can bring in what's most important to that audience. But it's good to be familiarizing yourself with as much of your story pitch as possible so it comes out really natural. Then that's going to give you the confidence and the ability to start posting short form videos about your aspirations, your dreams, and the knowledge of the job and the life that you want. And the most important rule when you go to turn this into a virtual story is be yourself. You are giving hiring managers the ability to see you and hear you and feel your energy. And so just remember, you never know who's going to be watching you and just be authentically you. Yes, do that. And we've said it before. That doesn't mean pajamas. Some people think authentic <laughs> is the lowest level of their true self, their most comfortable at home self. But we're talking about the best version of the real you, not the fake version of the real you, but the best version of the real you. That's right. Hey, this episode um, is in sponsored in part by Enter Your Fellowship. And so if you're a college graduate or if you are in college and at least 21 years old, if you've ever thought about maybe taking a gap year, um, this is a great program for you to take an intentional gap year to gain clarity. They're accepting 2021 and 2022 applications. Let's close the gap together. You can apply today at enteryear.org forward slash apply. Also, I'm really excited about our Patreon community that's been taking off. If you haven't joined us on Patreon yet, we have a new Career Brand Story community over there. For just $10 a month, members of our community will receive exclusive content, including weekly lives with members of the Career Brand Story team and other members of the Career Brand Story community to answer all of your questions. We'll be talking about career strategy, brand marketing, personal branding, everything else in between. Members of the Career Brand Story community will also receive exclusive bi-weekly content, bonus content that you can't get anywhere else. So we're excited to foster this community. Come over and join us on Patreon. Look up Career Brand Story uh, and you'll be able to find us there. Just as a reminder, this podcast that you're watching today is free, will always be free um, as long as the people that channels that support us don't go charging us for something. <laughs> Right. <laughs> to like figure that out. <laughs> but uh, but we're going to try to keep this always free. And uh, but join us over there on the Patreon uh, community. We're having a lot of fun and we would love for you um, to be a part of that. All right. So maybe you're thinking to yourself, right? There's no way I can produce a short form video. I don't even have the skills for that. I don't even have the equipment for that. That's probably what people think, right? Yeah. So that's okay. 
because again, here at Career Brand Story, we've got writers and we've got digital coaches that are ready to help you craft your story pitch, turn that into a short form video that we call your virtual story. So let us help write your story pitch, practice your story pitch, turn it into a short form video that you can use to gain attention from recruiters and hiring managers. And, and let me add to that. Remember, this is a virtual story pitch. So if you're thinking, well, I'm not near Nashville or Johnson City, wherever Jeremy's company may be, if you're when you're listening to this, who knows? You don't have to be near. This is a virtual story pitch. If you're thinking, we don't have the equipment, or I don't have the equipment. If you have a smartphone, or if you have a laptop or a computer that you're able to do virtual calls like Zoom and Google Meet and Microsoft, what is it, Teams, um, if, if you have something there with a camera on it, you are able to make a virtual story pitch. We will help you write it. We will help you produce, produce it. We will help coach you through the making of it. Um, it's, it's actually uh, something that you're very capable of, and we can help you with it. Yeah, and it's fun, I think. Yeah, I do too. It is fun. You know, and one advantage, I think, um, there's many advantages, but one advantage, I think, to working with us on it is we are real people on the other side of the screen. So when you're actually delivering your pitch, you have a real person that you're talking to. Uh, You're not just, you know, talking to your phone or yourself in a room. You've got two other people on the other side that can emote and... um, you know, it's, it's real practice for the, for the real thing when you're doing it in person and not virtually. Yeah, that's a really good point because making a short form videos like on your phone by yourself, that does take a lot of practice and challenge. But I do think that through our experience and actually having like a digital coach work with you and help you through it, like, and give you a real person that you're talking through, um, that's able to help you is a whole lot different experience um, and turns out at the end of the day, a more solid product and, and something you're proud of to actually be able to, to share out. So really good stuff. Um, and the fact is, is all of our podcasts are virtual. So you see us do it here week after week, we can do it for you. Yes, absolutely. It just sounded like a used car salesperson. You sure did. We are selling, selling, selling. So come Boy, get your virtual are. story right. pitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, listen, um, if you are listening to this podcast, because that is what a podcast is for, we would love for you to also watch each episode on YouTube. We've got a new Career Brand Story YouTube channel. Uh, you can find us. The best way is to go to careerbrandstory.com. Careerbrandstory.com. You'll be able to connect with us um, basically anywhere that you want to listen to this podcast, but you can connect to the YouTube channel there. We're trying to gain a hundred subscribers as fast as we can so that we can make it easier for us to find and, and open up some other features. So please subscribe there. If you're subscribed to the Jeremy Tudor one, thank you so much for being over there. Stay there because there's some future things that are going to come, but we really love for you to help us get that career brand story YouTube channel uh, up and running in the most 
effective way possible to give you even better content as the days unroll. If you'd like to follow me on um, Facebook or LinkedIn um, or TikTok, just search for Jeremy Tudor. And on Instagram, uh, you know, I was going to say you can find me at Jeremy T. Tudor. It is possible that you will not be able to find me at the listening of this podcast there. And you might only find me at Career Brand Story now. So there's some shift there. I'll know for sure after this episode yeah. if all that happened the way it's supposed to happen. Look, look them both <laughs> most up. Most important. <laughs> yeah, look them both up. But most important, the most important thing is go to careerbrandstory.com and uh, you'll find us there. We got lots of things happening and changes again so that in the long run, people can better find us, get access to the practical solutions that you need to market yourself out for today's job market. All right, Jeb, where can people find you? Because you, you, you clever person, you just figured it out way, way before me and kept it simple. Well, and I also have a pretty unique name. There aren't. Yeah, that helps. There's too. only one other Jeb Graf that I know of, and it's my nephew. And I was here first. So you can find me at jebgraf.com and on social media everywhere. I am at jebgraf. That's J-E-B-B-G-R-A-F-F. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and keep thriving. If you're interested in advertising your business on our podcast, we advertise for local and national companies. Contact McKay at careerbrandstory.com for more information. That's M-C-C-A-Y at careerbrandstory.com.